The topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. Welcome to Leadership for Life with Gina Gardner on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV. Join your host, who is a multiple number one international best-selling author, motivational speaker, empowerment and transformational leadership coach and trainer. She's the founder of Genuinely Hyphen You and has 30 years experience of helping people step into their genuine, authentic power. And now, here is Gina Gardner, your host of Leadership for Life. Hello there, and welcome to today's show. We've got a great show for you. I want to ask you the question, how important is it to you that you have a sense of belonging? Because we as humans are hot-wired to belong. You've heard me speak many times about how we think that we're very much evolved from cavemen and women, and yet our need to belong, our need to be part of something, is still as important today, although for different reasons. If you go way back into the annals of history to when men and women lived on the plains or in caves, if they weren't part of a tribe, then they wouldn't survive. It was only when they were part of a collective cohesive group that they could hunt effectively, protect themselves from wild animals and from, um, from all of those threats which actually were hugely threatening to their very survival. These days, we're not likely to be chased by a lion or a saber-toothed tiger. And for the most part, we've got houses that are waterproof and weatherproof. But ultimately, our need to belong, both personally and particularly in the business setting, is still as important. Loneliness, for example, is one of the key reasons why many people are depressed and feel um, completely isolated. And that has an impact on their, their health, both their mental health, but also their physical and spiritual health. I'm very thrilled today that I'm going to be joined by an amazing lady, Linda Fisk. And we're going to explore that not only is it important for you to belong in your personal life, but actually being part of a power tribe in your professional life is so important because those business leaders that model the principles consistently and create meaningful bonds i mean really meaningful bonds they're going to gain increased visibility they're going to have an expanded influence and they can leverage the collective power of the group that they belong to and in today's business market that's becoming more and more important. It was always important, but it is ever more important. And after the break, Linda's going to join me and we're going to explore what is a power tribe? How can you belong to one and what difference does it make? But I want to spend this first few minutes talking to you about belonging. Now, a reminder, Genuinely You is a proud member of the B1G1 tribe, buy one, give one tribe. So anybody who makes comment or ask the question during the live program or um, emails afterwards when you're doing a download, we will give to one of the B1G1 projects. 
and you can decide whether you want it to be for education, for the environment, for uh, to eradicate poverty, for clean water, just by putting the first initial. But remember, everybody that listens live or downloads, we also give free meals. So ultimately, being part of that tribe enables us to help in a much bigger way than perhaps we would do individually. But let's talk about the way in which, as human beings, we need other people. And we need them to be, well, Linda talks about power tribes in professional life, but in our personal life, we need to be part of a tribe that supports us and helps us believe in ourselves and be the best version of ourselves. I can't remember who said it now, but we are the sum of the five people we spend most of our time with. We've talked on this show very much about whether you're spending time with energy vampires or hoovers or energy batteries that make you feel better. But ultimately, the people you spend your time with are going to make a difference to the quality of your life. And if you are lonely because you don't have a group, then you have a choice. You can stay lonely. And I know it's really challenging when you are on your own to reach out and find a group of people um, that you resonate with. But the likelihood of somebody coming and knocking on your door and saying, come and join our group, is probably remote. And so part of that is being able to put your big girl knickers or your big boy pants on and to reach out and to join something. Now, in every area, there are so many things that you can join. And to start with, it'll be perhaps a little scary to go and join a Zoom meeting or to go physically to a meeting. Um, but there are so many different ways that you can get engaged. Sport at every level, music, art, drama, the environment. Go and help at the local animal sanctuary and get into the group of people with the group of people who love animals. And you know, the dogs, when you take them for a walk, are going to be completely non-judgmental of whether you look good or your hair's done. But the ultimate thing is for you to take that first step, for you to reach out. Another way of doing it is if you are lonely, the likelihood is that there are other people within your environment who are lonely too. So have you ever thought of knocking on the door or putting a note through the door of a neighbour and saying, wondered if you fancied a cup of tea or coffee? Or, you know, going out and as you go around, just saying hello and smiling. Because often just that interaction can make you feel less isolated. Johan Hari's written a fantastic book about depression called Lost Connections. And one of the major reasons for depression that he cites within the book is that sense of isolation. And he uses a number of examples, but one of them is a community garden in New York where people were living in an area where there were mainly in England, we call them flats. I think in America, you call them apartments or condominiums. Um, and everybody was living in a very isolated way. And somebody had the bright idea of starting a community garden. And people who work within the garden on a regular basis get to uh, enjoy the vegetables and the flowers that they grow. But what was so important and what made the difference was that they had a shared why, their vision for what they were doing it was very much in common and 
they were getting air, fresh air, and they were doing something practical. But for me, the most important thing that was going on is that they were creating for themselves a supportive tribe, a group of people who were they could talk to that actually knew their name and began to get to know who they were. And so what came out of that, instead of spending Thanksgiving or Christmas, which are coming up, and can be an incredibly lonely time if you haven't got people around you, um, they created um, a Thanksgiving dinner where everybody who didn't go to family was invited. And everybody contributed, and they it started tradition, which has been going on for a long time. But ultimately, stepping out of your comfort zone, being brave enough to take that first step for you to take the initiative can lead to all sorts of things. If on Thanksgiving or Christmas you're feeling really lonely, one of the things that you can do is to reach out to one of the charities that works with the homeless um, and go and help them feed and look after other people. Because in the focusing on somebody else's need, so long as you don't completely bury your own needs, it's interesting how by doing that, you feel better about yourself, that you actually take on some a very, very different way of being. When you do take that first step, when you do smile to people, smile at people rather. when you take the, the the chance that somebody perhaps will ignore you but it's not going to kill you it's not as if you know if you didn't do the right thing when you were a caveman and woman and there was a lion there you're not going to get eaten you might feel a bit silly you might feel okay they didn't like me the chances are they were just busy with their own stuff and they didn't even notice so ultimately as we say in this show, you are the leader of your own life. You have choices and you can choose to stay isolated and alone or you can choose to engage with people in a different way. And that's not only true of your personal life, but it's very true of your business life. And how you engage, why you engage, and whether you do it consistently and whether you do it for the right reasons it's going to make a difference to the outcome. You know, I work with lots of clients who come and they're not very confident to start with. And when talking about networking meetings, particularly, you know, in-person networking meetings, they say, I don't know what to say, I get tongue-tied. My advice to you is ask other people about them and be really interested, actively listen, you know, Hi there, where have you come from? What brought you here? And by making them feel comfortable, it takes the pressure off you and you'll find that you soon feel comfortable too. But we're going to explore power tribes in the business setting. And we have the most amazing guest who has an incredible power tribe of her own, one that you can join if you want to. Um, and we're going to meet her after the break. So please don't go away. Join us after the break when I will be introducing Linda Fiskin. You have been listening to Gina Gardner on Leadership for Life. We'll be back after this quick break. Want to get the best out of life personally and professionally? 
are you ready to step into a life which excites and fulfills you? Well, the right place for you is Leadership for Life with Gina Gardner on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV. We will share with you stories from inspiring people, a wide range of guest experts, and lots of practical strategies to help you get the very best out of your personal and professional life. Leadership for Life is a radio and TV show focused on helping you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. Join international best-selling author, motivational speaker, empowerment and transformational leadership coach and trainer, Gina Gardner, live every Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV. Become the leader of your own life. Gina Gardner's number one international best-selling book, Thriving Not Surviving, The Five Secret Pathways to Happiness, Success, and Fulfillment, provides you with the foundational principles on which to become the best leader of your own life. It's available as an ebook, paperback, hardback, and as an audio from genuinely-you.com or also from Amazon. Every one of the principles have been proven to work for the countless people who have used them, including the author. Now, let's put them to work for you. If you're ready to discover your true leadership life design, accelerate your journey with an invitation to join Gina for Leadership for Life VIP Day. Choose your journey of self-discovery where Gina will help you navigate your way to happiness, success, and fulfillment. To find out more, email gina at genuinely-u.com. Welcome back to Leadership for Life. Here is your host, Gina Gardner. Hi there. I make no apology for reading the bios of my guest because I want to make sure that I get all of the richness of their experience. And I feel very privileged that we have Linda Fisk with us today. She's a multi-award winning leader, keynote speaker, author, and university professor dedicated to amplifying and extending the success of other high caliber business leaders. She's the founder and CEO of Lead Hership Globally, Global, a community of unstoppable women enhancing their leadership blueprint and embracing their power to be the best version of themselves in work and in life. In Leadership Global, Linda supports and guides ambitious, creative women to move in the direction of their purpose, their mission and their dreams with powerful connections, critical support, practical tools and valuable resources to show up, speak up and step up in their careers and their personal lives. So, without more ado, I'd like to introduce you to my guest, Linda Fisk. Hi, Gina. What a pleasure to be with you. Thank you so much. This is such an honor. It is my great pleasure to have you here. Now, how have you come? What's the journey been to set up Leadership Global? You know, I have found that high-performing executives, especially women, tend to value the perspectives of other leaders, as well as the wisdom that comes from practical experiences that are learned by others in very similar circumstances. So most leaders, however, don't 
feel as though they have a safe environment where they can share their concerns, where they can learn and grow and connect. In fact, C-suite executives often feel that any kind of public show of vulnerability or uncertainty may actually put them at risk, losing perhaps the confidence or respect of their boards of directors, their employees, their customers, their clients. So being in a community of other leaders actually allows you to have an outlet to continuously learn and improve, but in a confidential setting. And it gives you exposure to new ways of approaching problems or issues, as well as new ways of leveraging opportunities. So through Leadership Global, we wanted to create this kind of safe, supportive, private environment that allows women to develop friendships, to develop networks, but with other C-suite executives so that their life is enriched both professionally and personally. And they get access to the kinds of resources and tools and connections and relationships that can really very dramatically transform their lives and accelerate their success. It sounds absolutely great. So one of the things that I'd like to ask you is, what do you think are the characteristics and the qualities of leaders who are going to succeed as we move forward? I mean, things are changing. What do you see as the most important attributes of a great leader? Well, I will say that if you are going to join a leadership community, then I think you have to be very open to feedback. You have to be humble enough to accept feedback and direction and to also openly share. So the ideas of being transparent and being humble, I think are absolutely essential ingredients to being an effective leader. But certainly if you're going to choose to be part of a leadership community, and as you choose a leadership community, I think you need to choose one that supports your unique purpose. So everyone has a very unique purpose. Some of the women of Leadership Global want to write their first book. Others want to stand on a TEDx stage. Others want to begin creating a nonprofit or a philanthropy. Some want to be active investors. Whatever your unique purpose is, you have to be able to find a community that is going to lift you up, that's going to celebrate you, and that's going to be able to dramatically impact your unique purpose. And I think you need to find a leadership community that supports your unique purpose and can also improve the growth and profitability of your business because you benefit from the hard-won lessons and the experiences of other leaders in a community. And so you need to leverage their expertise, their experience, their knowledge, their trust, their influence. And you need to be able to access their best practices on key issues that your business is facing, receive that honest feedback and advice from peers who have no conflict of interest, right? They collaborate with other leaders to work on the business rather than just in the business. And you've got to find a community that you feel like you can learn, grow, advance your own definition of success, and then ultimately 
be able to crystallize what it is that your purpose is, your vision, your mission, and accelerate your trajectory to that purpose? I think I agree with you absolutely. What I would just like to say is this is, whilst your organization is for women, although I, you do have some men who belong to your organization, that you know, if you're listening or watching this, man or woman or whatever you happen to be, that the principles are true for everyone, aren't they? That's and right. that, you know, being able to define find your purpose, and often within a group, when people say, "So, so, what are you about? What is your purpose?" Just the act of explaining it to other people can crystallize that within your own thoughts. But I, the, the honest feedback, the being humble, leaving your ego at home. I talk about leaving your ego at home under your pillow with your pajamas or your nighty because it doesn't serve you well. But being open for people to say, actually, there's a better way, I think is just so important. I'd like to, you, you talk about leverage. Um, and I'd like, if you would mind, to be, for, so our listeners and our watchers are really clear, what do you mean by leverage within the context of your power tribes? So we know, as you just said, Gina, that social networks are critical to professional advancement. Um, and we know that to be effective in a community, it takes both transparency, so you have to be very open and honest about the challenges that you're facing, but it also takes humility enough to recognize when someone is offering you a resource, a tool, a connection, or a piece of advice that can really transform your ability to live out your purpose. We also know that from recent research at Kellogg School of Management at Northwestern University in the US, that men and women need different kinds of networks to actually succeed. And so this is the leverage that I often speak to. You know, women in executive leadership often face cultural and political hurdles that men typically don't. And so they benefit from an inner circle of very close female contacts that can share private, confidential information. Women face a greater challenge generally in being able to network, being able to find professional opportunities, being able to find opportunities that provide career advancement. And so they, more than men, need to maintain both wide networks and informative inner circles in order to land the best positions, secure the most advantageous opportunities, and to learn about some of the critical, but maybe not well advertised or promoted, um, opportunities available to them for funding, for career advancement, for partnership, for investment. But the good news is that by taking a really smart approach, women can continue to find meaningful advancement options. So by identifying and connecting with people who are connected to multiple large networks can be a key strategy. So building a large network but also having a close inner circle of women that support you, that champion you, that advise you, that encourage you. That can be really important for women versus men. And being part of a leadership community has really significant and proven benefits. 
But as you said, leadership communities are not for every executive. You have to be, as we talked about, transparent. You have to be humble. You have to be committed to improvement. In fact, those that believe that just because they hold a CEO title or a C-suite title, that's the end of their learning journey. Well, they should probably not join a community. But on the other hand, those that value continuous learning and believe that every CEO has got to invest in their ongoing professional development, they can be excellent contributors as well as people that receive. So it becomes this beautiful ecosystem of giving and receiving in equal measure. And you also have to be willing to make a time commitment. You know, consistent participation is a really important ingredient to bonding. You have to invest in the relationships. You have to build trust in order to discuss key issues. And that takes time. Building those bonds, creating that level of trust takes time. And I know, listen, we're all incredibly busy, but you've got to consider this to be a priority if you're going to receive the benefit that is available in organizations like this. And as I said, you have to have a sense of humility. You've got to demonstrate a willingness to share not only your personal triumphs, but also your failures because hard won experience, both good and bad, is really what provides depth and meaning for leaders of substance. That's the treasure, isn't it? In the learning when things don't go well, and then when you're in a position that you can share that and help somebody avoid making the same mistakes and falling into the same pits, it's great. I mean, what you've offered is so rich, and I'd just like to unpick a few bits of those, although we could be here all day, it's, it's got so much within it. One of the things that I've noticed is, and I've, I've belonged to networks over the years, is that my mum used to call them the washing up makers and the washing up doers. That you would have people who would come in and they would take, take, take. And there were other people who would want to come in and contribute. And it's my experience and my belief that the latter gets so much more out of the situation Although on the surface, you might think that, well, the people who take are getting the most out of it, but they're actually only getting a very distorted range of um, advantages from the experience. And I just wondered whether you'd like to comment on that. Um, in terms of the kind of um, impact that I think networking groups can have, I would say, again, we've talked about some of the reasons that others really are able to blossom in a leadership community. One, they carve out regularly scheduled time to review and grow their network. They um, take time to be visible because networking involves being seen. If you want to establish your expertise, and as you said, you really want to give to others, um, then it's important to share. You have to share your thought leadership by maybe sharing career-related articles or posting information, resource-rich content, asking questions, participating in chat sessions, answering questions, interacting consistently. Those are all ways of giving, which yeah. I think is so important in a community. But it also means that you have to be comfortable being visible. You have yeah. to get to a place where you're okay stepping out 
and owning your thought leadership and advancing your own purpose. So it does help brand you as a thought leader for sure, but you have to be visible, be committed, be engaged and be willing to give, I think. And, you know, once you are at a place where you are comfortable being visible, you're humble, you're connected, you're engaged, you're, you're carving out the time to be a part of this community. I will tell you, Gina, what I've found is that it helps executives at all levels stay at the top of their game because they have access to unbiased, objective feedback. They can work with others to overcome any challenges that they face. They have incredible access to not only other leaders, but their experience, their expertise. Um, and I think that, you know, having a passionate power tribe at your fingertips that you can turn to with questions, with concerns, with issues, and they can quickly tell you how they have solved similar problems, similar issues, is just incredibly valuable. And I have found that the people that are deeply engaged in giving as well as receiving, they grow both personally and professionally. And I will tell you, in my estimation, in today's day and age, no one grows as a leader without the support of others. And so finding a leadership community where you can meet inspirational leaders, you can create lifelong friendships, you can be surrounded by people that are invested in your success, and you can try stepping out and sharing and engaging and really defining your thought leadership is just incredibly invaluable. And as you said, creating your own power tribe through a leadership community affords you to give back to others. Um, one of my very favorite speakers is Zig Ziglar. And he said, you can get everything in life you want if you'll just help enough other people get what they want. And I will tell you, that's what I feel like is true. If you invest in other people's success, it will come back to you tenfold. I feel that true success isn't just based on whether or not you think you're winning or losing in that moment. Success is really about consistently doing the work that ignites your soul. So dedicating time every single week to connect with your power tribe is one of the best investments that you can make. I absolutely agree with you wholeheartedly. Now, I'm very conscious of time, and there are so many other questions I want to ask you. I'm fascinated. You talk about the nine, uh, the nine types of people that everyone should have in their network. So what are they, the nine, your nine archetypes in terms of the perfect network? Yeah, and I will go through this quickly, Gina, because I want to be respectful of time. But, you know, yeah. by combining research on the characteristics of an effective network, what we know about the gender differences in networking and how social networks affect our well-being, which you covered so beautifully at the top of the program, many experts suggest that there are actually, as you said, nine types of people that everyone should have in their network. Number one is a co-striver. This is someone who's working to achieve something similar to you. So yeah. this person can be a professional or personal connection, but it's someone who can relate to you based on a shared goal and is there for you to support and encourage you as you both work towards that goal. Number two is a super connector. And this is often what people suggest that um, I am. 
is a connector to others. They know everyone and everyone knows them. And a super con connector can introduce you to the right people. So having a super connector in your network is absolutely crucial for your future success because they can connect you with the people and the influential groups that otherwise <coughs> perhaps you wouldn't have access to. Number yeah. three is a champion. This is a cheerleader, someone who absolutely believes in you. And I got to tell you, we all need a champion in our we inner do. circle yeah. because this person is always cheering you on. They're always singing your praises or defending you, even if you're not there. Number four is a re-energizer. This is a person that you can call on when you need that boost of energy and inspiration. And a re-energizer is a person who should absolutely be on your speed dial. So when you're feeling down, you know, this is someone you want to connect with because they lift you up instantly. Five is a mentor. We've heard a lot about how important mentors are, and I could not agree more. This person is generally more experienced than you are, and they have wisdom to share, and they also have the desire to help you succeed. And I believe that mentorship relationships should be formal, structured relationships where there is a sharing of knowledge, expertise, and encouragement. Number six is a sponsor. Again, we've heard a lot about allies and sponsors. A sponsor is a leader who will take charge to advocate for you, for career advancement opportunities, for funding opportunities, for investment opportunities. So this is a little bit different from a mentor because a sponsor is someone who chooses to advocate for you. Again, even behind closed doors with other leaders. Um, and I will say one note here is that research continually shows us that sponsors are critical for helping aspiring women leaders gain the perspectives and connections that they need to take on really complex roles. Number seven is community. And this is really anywhere where you feel a sense of belonging, almost a safe space to really be yourself. And these are what you would call your people, right? It's your yeah. tribe. There's something that you have in common with this group that really bonds you, where you have almost an instant sense of trust. Number eight is an accountability partner. This is a person that holds you responsible, kind of your tough love. And number nine is diverse perspectives. This is a person or a group of people are really great at what they do, but maybe they don't look like you. They don't have your background. They don't have your education, or maybe they're not part of the same network. Yeah. But these people help us counteract our unconscious biases. They open up our minds to other ways of thinking and receiving information, and they further diversify our network, which is so critical. Yeah. So those are the people that, you know, most experts would say is absolutely critical to have in your own power tribe. Mm -hmm. And I find as I speak to leaders all over the world, they can say, well, I think I have three or I think I have two. And really yeah. the opportunity here is to intentionally build your own power tribe. That sounds incredible. And as you went through each of those archetypes, it just struck me that when you put that group together, the, you know, the, there's a saying, isn't there? The sum of the whole is greater than the, the, the sum of the individual parts. And that cohesive group of supporters and people holding you to account sounds like the perfect recipe, if you like. But of course, you've got to do your part. And I, I'd like to go back to, you have to invest. You have to invest in yourself 
and in your your capacity uh, to evolve because those who stand still are actually going backwards. That's right. Yeah. Once you've identified your power tribe, it's important to activate that yeah. group of people, which means that honestly, you need to be intentional about investing in those relationships yeah. because it's only through the investment of time that you're able to build that trust and create that bond so you can call them when things yeah. are going incredibly well or when things have taken a left turn that you didn't anticipate and yeah. you can connect with them and say, I need help, I need guidance, I need support, I need a connection, I need a resource, I need a tool. And they will jump to the possibility of being able to support you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, before we just um, go to how people could join um, uh, Leadership Global, I just want to, can you explain you talk about the direction of your purpose, your mission, and your dreams in trust-based relationships. And you've in many ways covered that, but what is it about leadership global that is able to, if you like, short circuit the, the system? Because there'll be people thinking here, how do I find a network with the sort of, of people that you're talking about? Where do I start? I've been to a couple of networks and I don't recognize those in the networks I've been in. So tell me how your organization is able to create that, that learning, that developmental environment for people to, to grow. Yeah, I think that, um, Gina, thank you for asking. I think that some of this has to do with the purpose of the organization, the network, the community uh, that you're looking at, right? And yeah. our purpose at Leadership Global is to accelerate the personal and professional success of every single member. So we get to know every single member intimately. We yeah. look at their five-year goals, their 10-year uh, anticipated objectives. We start breaking down that vision into uh, clear quarter by quarter and yearly goals and strategies and tactics. And then we connect them very intentionally with the resources, with the tools, with the learning, with the small group experiences, with the mentors and coaches that they need to take action and accelerate their definition of success. So we don't tell them what didn't, what success needs to look like, but we absolutely ensure that they have every single resource, tool, connection. They have every single asset that they need to accelerate their definition of success. And I say, you know, we all have things that we want to achieve. And one of the best ways to keep in touch with those people that can really accelerate your success is to tell them about your goals. Not only is this gonna help you with accountability, but you'd be surprised at how many people are able to help you when they deeply understand what it is that you want to accomplish. So we are very intentional about asking every single one of our members about what their goals are what their vision is, what their mission is, so that we can help support them and we can work together to ensure that they're able to not only reach those goals, but much more quickly than they ever would have been able to by themselves. Sounds brilliant. What practically, how often do you meet? Where do they find you? How, I'm listening to this, how, how do I 
I actually move things forward. Got it. So the the place that I think is easiest to find us is our website. It's yep. leadhershipglobal.com. So leadhershipglobal.com is our website. And there is a navigational link called join us that tells you all about membership. You're also welcome to reach out to me personally through LinkedIn. That's Linda Fisk at LinkedIn or go to our LinkedIn page, Lead Hership Global, and jot me a note. I am more than happy to meet with anyone personally who wants to learn more about Lead Hership Global. It would be my pleasure, my honor to connect with anyone who wants to know more. We meet uh, as many times over the course of a week that uh, someone is able to schedule it into their calendar. We have two uh, significant learning events every single week. And we have seven roundtables that meet every single week. We have um, a RISE boot camp for 14 weeks every single spring and every single fall. We have a leadership board alliance. This is a mastermind group um, that meets once a month for 90 minutes. And right now we have over 12 leadership boards that are running. So these leadership boards are comprised of small groups of women that come together to collaborate, to stress test ideas, to challenge each other, and to support each other through any obstacle, any challenge that they may be facing personally or professionally. So we have these small groups that are running every single month, and then we have trust forums. We have all kinds of opportunities to connect with other women through roundtables, through learning events, through accelerator webinars, through leadership boards, through the Rise Bootcamp, and many other opportunities to connect virtually, but in a very intimate way. And are all of your meetings, are they on a, a virtual basis or are there in-person ones at times uh, as well? We are global. So we generally connect women from all over the world through virtual mediums. And so some of my best friends through Leadership Global are in Africa or Europe or the Middle East or um, Australia, New Zealand. So they're not in North America where I live, but they're scattered all over the world. And we find that women are able to connect virtually and create deep friendships, incredible partnerships, amazing um, joint ventures with other women all around the world through Leadership Global. But we also do meet personally. We have weekend retreats, we have workshops, we have conferences where we do meet uh, personally and live and in person. However, I will say over the last two years, yeah. due to COVID, that has really been um, locked down. Um, although we did have a in-person live weekend retreat about a month ago uh, in North America, and it was all about authentic leadership. And it was just beautiful. For So for those people that were able to travel at that point, they uh, joined us for an entire weekend retreat around authentic leadership. Fabulous. Thank you so much. Just before you go, as listeners and watchers will know that we always invite our guests to choose a project for B1G1 and genuinely you donates on their behalf. And the one that's been chosen today is providing education for children in the world. Quality education, giving people that opportunity to take themselves out of poverty, out of difficult situations. 
I believe is dependent upon education. And I know from, from you know, the things that you said that lifelong education is so important. And so we're going to contribute to, uh, this is a global project um, to help sustain education in those parts of the world where it's very, very difficult. Um, and so you're going to, your contribution will go off at the end of this month to help that project. Linda, I just need to say to you a huge thank you. You've offered us such a lot of rich information and I hope those of you that are listening out there will take action, particularly if you're a woman and you want to succeed in business and that you recognize what a benefit there is to being part uh, of a power tribe. Thank you very much, Linda. It's been great. Don't go away. What a pleasure. It has just been such an honor to speak with you and such a privilege to be on your show. And honestly, you are such a galvanizing leader. You're so inspirational. You offer so much wisdom. It's the impact that you're making in the world is nothing less than spectacular. And it is just honestly such an honor to be connected to you and to be able to be supportive of the incredible impact and the incredible transformation that you're creating in the world. So thank you. Oh, thank you very much. I hugely appreciate that. Please don't go away. The show's not quite finished. See you after the break. And Linda, once again, thank you very much. Thank you. You have been listening to Gina Gardner on Leadership for Life. We'll be back after this quick break. Want to get the best out of life personally and professionally? Are you ready to step into a life which excites and fulfills you? Well, the right place for you is Leadership for Life with Gina Gardner on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV. We will share with you stories from inspiring people a wide range of guest experts, and lots of practical strategies to help you get the very best out of your personal and professional life. Leadership for Life is a radio and TV show focused on helping you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. Join international best-selling author, motivational speaker, empowerment and transformational leadership coach and trainer, Gina Gardner, live every Thursday 1 p.m. Eastern Time on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV. Become the leader of your own life. Gina Gardner's number one international best-selling book, Thriving Not Surviving, The Five Secret Pathways to Happiness, Success, and Fulfillment, provides you with the foundational principles on which to become the best leader of your own life. It's available as an ebook, paperback, hardback, and as an audio from genuinely-you.com or also from Amazon. Every one of the principles have been proven to work for the countless people who have used them, including the author. Now, let's put them to work for you. If you're ready to discover your true leadership life design, accelerate your journey with an invitation to join Gina for Leadership for Life VIP Day. Choose your journey of self-discovery where Gina will help you navigate your way to happiness, success, and fulfillment. To find out more, email gina at genuinely-you.com. Welcome back to Leadership for Life. Here is your host, Gina Gardner. Hello there. 
we've only got a couple of minutes left and so what i wanted to do is to um to let you know that genuinely you has actually launched a new website it's called enlightened profitable leaders and it's designed for those leaders who wish to be enlightened and to be profitable and to see profits in a holistic way there's all sorts of resources on there so please do, do go and have a look because ultimately, whether you're a business leader or you're just leading within your own life, it is up to you whether you stay where you are or whether you improve things. You know, we talked about education just before the break. Education comes in so many forms, not just talking about formal education. I truly believe that if you're standing still, then in real terms, you're moving backwards because everything else is moving forward. And taking control of that for yourself is so important in the very act of making that, that choice that you are going to be the leader in your own life. You give yourself the very best opportunity to make the most of your life. Now, I've been working this week. It's been a really mixture of clients, business clients and life, life uh, coaching clients. But there are a couple of themes that have come through this week and one is around really appreciating who you are and that having that loving relationship with yourself which is based on you know knowing that you are enough and recognizing that it doesn't matter whether um what your your goal is what your idea of success is that you have to move forward in order to make it a reality you know sitting there and expecting it to happen it's not very likely, but engaging in not only the, the activity, which is, I think, where so many people focus on, I've got to be the doing. But all I'd like to leave you with is a thought around, you know, what sort of person are you being? You know, we talked in the, uh, the middle section with Linda about the attributes that you need to be a successful business person and as a successful networker. But, you know, if you think about the ideal life that you would like, think about how do I need to be in order to be the person that would fit into that life? If you want the perfect partner, what sort of partner do I need to be, whether that's personal or professional? How do I need to show up moment by, by moment in order to be the best possible partner for that intimate relationship or for that business relationship because we're so often very good at being judgmental about what other people should be but how often do you look in the mirror how often do you really take note of how you're turning up moment by moment because very often it's the things that irritate us about other people that we need to look at within ourselves you know wherever you're going whatever your way of being we talk about in the shows that you are the leader of your own life. Because if you leave it up to other people to lead you, you have to put up with what other people give you. So moment by moment, how are you showing up? We're human beings rather than human doings, but so often it looks like it's the other way around. And I would say to you, recognize that it is your choice how you turn up moment by moment it's your choice how you speak how you act what you do or not and i would say embrace that without judgment and truly be the leader 
of your own life. Take care and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye now. You have been listening to The Leadership for Life with your host, Gina Gardner. Make sure you tune in to W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV next Thursday and every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time for more Leadership for Life. If you missed any part of this episode or just want to hear or see it again, you can find the archive of the TV show on Talk 4 TV's YouTube channel and the podcast of The Leadership for Life on iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, Amazon Music, and wherever you listen to your podcasts.